everyone, and welcome to another episode of Zing This. You got me, Zinger. And I'm Ellie. And we're joined by the host with the most. I don't know where that person is, so I'll step in for them. It's me, Berg. I know. They they wouldn't come on, so I... They wouldn't. And we can't say their name either, so... Yes, for, for legal reasons. Um, No, we, we, are, we are here today with a great episode. Um, This is a topic I've been wanting to do. It's a vaguely weird topic. Ellie's going to yell at me for probably some stuff. But I wanted to do a discussion on times <laughs> where, the villains, the, where the villains are victorious in stories and everything. And there's a lot of examples, in my opinion. Now, of course... I will point out there that, you know, n- normally in the next thing, the heroes do come back and win, such as, you know, Empire Strikes Back, the movie, standalone, <laughs> the Empire wins. But, of course, in the end, in Return of the Jedi, good guys come back and win. But I want to take a moment to have Ellie's early review of Pokemon Snap. Oh, me? Yeah. Oh. We got Eric's early review the other week. Oh, we get yours true. now. You've been playing it. What do you think? It's so fun. I love it. So I, I've only gotten through to like the first time where you can uh, take pictures of the, I'm sorry, Eric, a, a loom. What is it? What are they called? I can't even remember. It was like the, I keep wanting to say the Illuminati. But... <laughs> I yes. know. I do too. I'm like Illumina, Illumina. I don't know. The, I think it's that. Yeah. It's, it's one of those terms I always, I, I, I see it in the game and then when I'm thinking about it, we have the game in front of me and we'll go, oh. um no it's fun i did a couple i did the day course and then it did the night thing and now i'm doing the meganeum where they were all illuminated um it's it's fun i've enjoyed it so far it's it's crazy i was telling um justin like how much you miss like when you're just going through it for the first time and it's Yep. You, know, you can only take pictures on the one side at one time, and there's just stuff everywhere, and it's really cool. So I've, mm-hmm. you can just keep doing it over and over again, and I feel like you're always finding something new. So that that you're right. Like I've I've been playing more since we played last week, and it's that, and I and I've come to realize that first time through a course is super stressful. Everyone's like, oh, it's such a relaxed game. I'm like, not the first time. The first time <laughs> through the course, you're wanting to take a picture of everything because you're like oh my god that might be the only time this pokemon appears right. in this course and sometimes it is and like one time yet i got to a new course yesterday i won't spoil anything but i got to this new course and i saw this pokemon for a split second i'm like yes i got this picture and then like i went around the court and there was like five of them just sitting there like <laughs> not moving i'm like oh i could have not when i ended up like running out of film for the course and i was like oh i guess i could have but then you go back and do it and you, you kind of know what to expect and, and it's that that does make it kind of fun and exciting i guess right mm-hmm. i know or stressful I- depending on how you look yeah, and I remember the first time I went through the first one, and I saw Magikarp, and it was on the ground, like, you know, just, like, flopping. And and I got that picture, and then when I came through the second time, I just happened to turn in a certain view where I saw it fly up in the air. And I was like, oh, oh, crap, I gotta get this instead. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's really fun. What, and, I, and one thing I found, this is a tip that, I don't know if you've been doing it or not, but when you get done with a course, when you have all your pictures ready you hit the minus button it will give you it will auto select the highest scoring pictures oh i did not know that okay yeah it's not and but but before you select them you can actually go in and and view just to like double check i mean as far as i know they're the highest scoring ones i've been doing that and i've been doing fine but the good thing about that too is it it saves you it saves you a lot of time having to go through because sometimes it's like 
you see, you, I, like I've taken like five pictures before, and they're so minutely different. But I'm like, I know because it's a computer going through some sort of algorithm that they're going to judge a bunch of things that I'm not even noticing. So that's the easiest way to kind of do it, uh, I have found. But then, you again, you can manually go through. And it also auto-selects, like, um, say you had a Pokemon in a one-star and a three-star category. It will automatically make sure to pick, like, a two-star category if you have that. So you can kind of fill that out, and that oh. helps increase your, your score on that course. So... Um, I usually go through and double check just to make sure there's not something weird or they're trying to like erase or overwrite something. But so far I haven't had that actually happen. So it's a nice way to kind of speed through that process. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to check that out then. Yeah. I've, I've, I've kind of played it. I need to like, I've, I've done the first course twice and, and I'm level two, whatever that means on the game now. So I will have to keep playing it and maybe that's You are a... research level two. Yes. Yes. Each yeah. Uh, yeah, whenever whenever you level up a course, like when you go through again, you'll see Pokemon doing different, different thing. things, yeah. and other Pokemon will appear as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed that. So, so, and you can switch back to the previous level if there was like a certain shot, because there might be like a two star action or a one star action they're doing on that first level, but on level two or three they might not be doing that. So, if you still need that shot for your photo decks, you can revert back to that level to get that star. I, oh, okay. So you're not out of luck. I, I'm I'm excited. Um, kind of hint at next week's topic. Kind of we're going to definitely have a, I guess, full review discussion along with another topic next week. But I want to get to this week's topic. We have each, each picked our three best examples from pop culture. So video games, comics, movies, anime, and whatever else. Of times where the villain or villains were victorious in a story. I have one from comic, game, and movie. Eric, what about you? I have movie, video game, and a single episode of a TV show. God, it's since I know yours, I cannot wait for that part. Oh man, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna save that for the end. Good, good. I am I am glad that just a slam dunk if there ever was was one of for, for a topic, sir. Thank you. I thought you were gonna say Oswald there for a minute. Oswald. Um. <laughs> Oh, um, I have video game, movie, and anime. Alright, so we each have a video game, we each have a movie, and then we each have one from a random category. So do you want to do video game, movie, random category? Since Eric, that will save Eric's for last. Sure. Sounds good to me. Alright, so we're first up with movies. Groovy. I said movies first, right? I think so. Yes, yes. Okay. I think. So, going first will be, since me and Eric, and since me and Eric know each other's and Ellie knows ours, we're going to have Ellie go first. (laughs) Okay. So, I first off wanted to say... Oh, this is this is this is the putting putting on her her producer hat her her vague her yes. I'm tired of you giving me vague topic hat. Yes, my. I think I think our fans will enjoy this. That is my statement. Ellie, continue with your false statement. My 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 true statement is mm. um I just wanted to just clarify. I thought I clarified clearly enough earlier, but apparently the water's still murky. <laughs> I just wanted to say Ellie, that... Ellie, be the fish tank filter that, that is this podcast. I know, I know, right? I'm the grounded one. Um, I just wanted to just, you know, just make it clear that um, this is stuff, you know, topics where villains win 
It doesn't necessarily mean they win the whole series or the whole movie mm-hmm. or, you know, this yeah. is this is just points where the villain was victorious. So I just wanted to clarify that because I feel like Justin was just a little vague and over-assuming on his topic. I, I do want to say it is my personal belief <laughs> that Eric's third pick is true in the series to this day. <laughs> <laughs> And I would defy anybody to prove me wrong on that. Ellie, <laughs> if you would with your movie, please. Okay. And I would just like to say that I won't be anywhere near defying anything with that because I am nowhere near an expert on that topic. So Thank you for keeping it vague. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's now... Na- Eric, you know what? You you might be going last this episode just just to keep this anticipation i was gonna say we are really building suspense (laughs) yes okay so as far as movies um you know i was and and i'll admit i was i think it was because i was analyzing this too much and trying to be too overthinking it yes overthinking it and being too specific so when i just kind of just sat back a little bit and really thought about things um this is an older movie Oh, so it's not part of the MCU. No. Oh, well, you're not on that bandwagon then. Continue. Yeah, sorry, I'm not on that. <laughs> Even though I will give an update later where I am in the movie watching of that. Yeah, uh, an episode might be coming up very soon. <laughs> um, so it's a nice little flick that came out in 1995. So we're taking it back. Going back in time. Yes. <laughs> Does anyone remember a little flick called Seven? Good, oh. good pick, Ellie. Good Very pick. good pick. <laughs> good. Uh, you know what? Thank, thank you. Slow see, clap of the see, day. See, I was scared and of this topic, and I was like, you know what? That movie still to this day, like, <laughs> I don't know that that ending scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's I'm, in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? Yes. What's in the box? <laughs> So, I, I don't know. I, that was one movie that I always think of when I go, holy crap, that's now, not... Oh, sorry, go I ahead. don't want to spoil this one because this one is okay. something... If, if you haven't seen it... Yes. So, I won't spoil it, but holy crap. Also, what are you doing if you haven't seen that movie yes, yet? Yes, please do. Right. I'd love to talk about that movie one day. It would be pretty fun. Um, but I can't... Yes. So, this is definitely one where... At the end, definitely was not sunshines and rainbows for the hero of the movie. Nope. (laughs) So, definitely that would be my one of my standout picks for movies. The villain definitely won. And when I was looking over this, Mm -hmm. and I was, I was was like, you know what? I've got my picks I want to do, but let me just look to see if I can get some other ideas. Maybe there's something I'm not thinking about. Mm -hmm. That did pop up on a few lists of you know movies where the villain. Wins in the end, and and I did, and it's and it's, it's a technically, it's yes. technically, because I mean, Te- right, and and I I um, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I I like the fact that I don't I don't like that so often every time the hero always wins because it's like oh god when's it gonna happen when are they gonna pull out and you know take victory but this this is one where I, I was it was crazy the ending but I was like it was fitting for the story. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that was fine. Good pick. Good pick. I, I like it. Now for for me and Berg, it, I, Berg, I'm sorry, I'm going to spoil you slightly for this. Um, <laughs> we we both decided to go the MCU route. <laughs> yes. Because um, I missed that memo. <laughs> I 
I, I know. I mean, because I was thinking, I'm like, did we pick the only two where the villains win technically? And I'm like, well, there is another one, but we can't talk about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could. I can always. We could briefly release. But the it's room. it's let's let, let's just say it's a far from home topic. Well, you could do like I just did. No, I mean, we we didn't. Neither of us picked that. Oh, I was okay. trying to think. We picked two, but there I was oh, like, okay. I think there's other examples. I gotcha. Um, to note where you're at, Black Panther could kind of count because the villain doesn't win, but yeah, I he just wins finished. the moral victory in that particular one by changing the hero's point of view and everything. He just right. goes about in the wrong way, which that will come up later for my discussion. But I pick Thor Ragnarok. Why? Because I love Thor. <laughs> and I just Why? finished that movie. Because Ellie was just watching it. Why? Because it is an, it is an amazing movie. I love yes, it. it is. And that starts down the dark path of Thor having the worst possible time in the MCU. <laughs> yes, the, the, absolutely. Because what happens in that movie? He, he, he loses his dad. He yeah. loses his hammer. He loses his home. Like, Asgard gets yeah. destroyed. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, they stop Hell and they stop um, Cerner and everything. But it's like, but at what cost? They don't have a home anymore. And then it ends with someone showing up and then destroying even those survivors that are left. So, it's it's not as, it's it's, I mean, it's painted as, you know fun and everything because of Taika Watiti, who I think should get all the praise because that he's an amazing director and I I am stating this on the podcast so it is record I want to do what we do in the shadows for this um October for a movie discussion because that is a hilariously amazing movie Eric have you ever seen it I have not seen it and it has, it has been on my to watch list for a while now so I this is the perfect excuse to uh, finally get around to watching it so I want to put that on there but he, he, he does a great job with the film. He paints it as kind of, you know, a vaguely happy ending. But it's like, it's really not. Yeah. Like, the villains definitely won. I mean, yeah, the heroes get out okay. But, I mean, oh, oh and also Thor's missing an eye. So, yeah. I mean, it all sucks for, for everyone in that movie. So, that's one I would definitely say the villains won. What particular villain won? I don't know. But, I mean, I, I guess Surtur, he got what he wanted in the end. He got to destroy Asgard. So well, and then you see, and then I mean that how it ultimately ends, even in the the post credit scene. Yeah, that that sets off. Well, kind of what I'm going to be talking about here. Exactly, and I would like to make an argument that maybe if Hell was still around, um, there things might have been different for Eric's pick. Yes. So uh, continuing on, and so also I should state that we did not plan this out. Nope. This this just happened to be the coincidence. In fact, I said mine first, and Zinger was like, oh, hey, well, I'm, I'm doing Ragnarok. Uh, and I picked Avengers Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as I'm sure most, if not all of our listeners know, that is the story of uh, the snap. Yes. And uh, and you, we going into it, we knew there was going to be, it was going to be a two-parter, but we didn't, nobody really knew why it was going to be a two-parter. Are we going to stop in the middle of the story? Is there going to be some crazy epic, like, is it going to pull, like, a... Um, Deathly Hallows, where we kind of stop halfway through this pre-written story. No, it ends with half of the life, half of all life in the universe dying, or not dying, really just, just disappearing in general. And uh, it ends on that note. You see so many people just disappearing, and Thanos disappears and goes to his little farm on a distant planet and smiles. And 
that's that. Then it cuts to black screen, white text. So I it just that ending is so just shocking. Like you are just you're exhausted at that point when you watch that movie, and when it just kind of ends, you're like, what's going to happen next? And all of a sudden, it's just it ends. You're like, oh my god, I've got to wait another year to find out how this continues. So obviously, or for the Ellie, another three years, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, obviously, we find out what happens. And we do have a Nullswell that ends well, for the most part. But it is, for that individual movie, it is the story of the heroes losing. Yeah, it is. I mean, and also to continue my Thor love, um, once again, in that movie, he has the best opportunity to stop Thanos. And not only does he is he not able to do it, he's mocked for how he didn't go for the head. You should have aimed for the head. Snap. Also, I heard that there was an original version of the script where, like, the snap happened and then it just went to credits. Oh, my God. Thoughts on that? I am glad that they showed it because I Well, it would have shown it at the beginning of the next movie. But I'm glad. No, no, no. I wouldn't have liked that because that snap would have happened. And it would have been a year of, well, what's going to happen? And then we would not have time. I think having that year to go, oh, my God, half of my favorite heroes are gone. They're dead. How How is this going to be reversed? If it was just a snap, it was like, what happened? And then people will be talking about it. But you would not have that impact of the heroes being dead. Because all within the same movie, they're dead and they come back to life. That's yeah. not, That, to me, doesn't... Um, that's not nearly as emotionally resonant. Like, I want... That having that whole year to have to wait and figure mm-hmm. out how they're because you I mean because you know they're gonna come back but having a year of that weighing on you going how are they gonna pull this off that made that movie so much more cathartic because I mean you and I saw it together and mm-hmm. you can hear recordings of of the movie of audiences just cheering and that is just pure just re- release emotional release and mm-hmm. I do not think that would have been there if we had had all of the deaths happen. And then get reversed in the same movie. I I agree with you. I think cinematically that would have been amazing for them to do like snap go. But I'm like it is for the thematical element of like that's the same movie thing. But we do kind of get that. I can't say too much because I don't want to spoil. We do kind of get that where we get to see a certain person's point of view at the beginning of Endgame. Yeah, you do kind of get like what that might have been like. True, but at the same time, we already know because I mean it's pretty obvious that what is what is gonna happen because like it's already it was already kind of implied. So I think because we knew what was happening, it wasn't just like we're coming in on a scene. It's like oh, we're coming in on a scene that's gonna be occurring during this this snap. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, you also got the the whole Ant Man thing in between too, where you had that post credit scene mm-hmm. where he was stuck in there too, and that wouldn't have either happened or made sense. And I think having these little bits and pieces of it, of the implication happening leading up to um, Endgame, I think really helped build that momentum instead of just having this whole year of what happened and then having it all happen at once. I, 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 yeah, no, I, I stand firmly that that, that was a, the right decision to have it in Endgame. Ellie, you or, are or the... Infinity War. You are the canary in the coal mine for this situation. You have not seen Endgame still. But you're close. You are very close. Yes. Thoughts? No, I I, I haven't seen Endgame, but um, I 
I definitely... You have seen Infinity War, though. Yes. Um, and I, I definitely feel like that's that probably was the better way to go, like Eric said, to have that emotional just... Uh, you know, I think it would have been too rushed um, to... Like, like you said, cram it all into one mood, you know, have it there. Eric they, said that. Oh, Eric said that. Sorry. Um, I thought you kind of piggybacked off of it too. Though. Oh, I piggyback off everyone's thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't have an original thought. Oh. I'm just an amalgamation of thoughts I've heard and I just parrot them all the time. Okay. So, but, but yeah. I am human Twitter. I think it would be, Ugh. it just, it wouldn't have been the same if they would have been gone and then back in the same movie. So yeah, I like I like that they did that. I think I would still like it once I do see it and kind of know that what happens in it. So. Yes. Um, another thing I think it would be cool, and this is something to where I'm going to regret saying this out loud, if there was some way to do like a super cut of them, like all the MCU movies, to where they are happening in chronological order, since there are some like after credit scenes that technically happen later. Yeah. It would be cool to have them all set up like in the chronological order how they happen, but only a complete lunatic would watch all that back to back to back in like <laughs> under a month. Oh, wait. I mean, could you could you imagine like not only doing the movies chronologically, but you're right, taking certain scenes from mm -hmm. the past. Yep. And like it, like if there was a scene from like a kid's childhood, like when Tony Stark is a kid, like the scene where he's looking at the yeah. the old film strip or something like that, like putting that like well before. You know, after Captain America, but before Captain Marvel mm -hmm. and uh, yep. stuff like that would be crazy. Or get some of this, heck, even throw in the, throw in the TV show so you have, like, stuff from, like, Ooh, that's the, even... the origins of the origins of Asgard, and then you've got like the scene from. Well, I won't. I won't say anything too much, but some some certain MCU shows that have taken place in uh, older times, stuff yes. like that. So yes, um, no, no it's that. <laughs> I, I wanted to throw that out there because of the Ant Man and the Wasp post credits, because that technically would be happening at the same time as the End Game, as um, as Infinity War. Um, yeah. Other stuff like there, because post credit scenes kind of take place in their own, I think, existence of like time. Because there's stuff where it's like Thanos like grabbing the gauntlet. And it's like I'll do it myself. It's like that had nothing to do with the movie that was connected to. Right, and really. I mean that could have taken place after that. That could have taken like immediately after. That could have taken place, you know, weeks Way after, later. months after. It could have been happening like almost you know simultaneously. Like he might like. Ultron, because that was that was Ultron's yeah. post credits, right? I think yeah. I think that was at the end of Ultron because I was like, I don't think it had anything to do with the movie. Yeah, I think it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was about to say you've technically watched them more recently than all of us. Yeah, but also haven't watched them as recently as all of us. It's been two years, Ellie. You got to get on that. You got to get on it. Anyways, moving next to video games. Yes, this is this is a good one. So, Ellie. Yes. You are up next. Put down the Legos for a second. I know. No, I got... Oh, I got, good good pick, Eric, by the way. I, I like that pick. Yes, yeah, sorry. Pick. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, I got Legos on one side, Snap on the other. You need to focus on the podcast you're doing. Woo! I got to have things, oh, multiple things, right? Also, I, I while Ellie's unfocused. looking up this, let us know what movie you think that the villain winning was a good would be a good one. And your thoughts on the Snap being at just... Snap credits or snap and what happened? We'd like to know on Twitter, Facebook, or email us. Ellie, are you ready now? Yes, I am ready. Um, so this is also an older one. Going retro. Yeah, retro all the way. Um, what year? 
I'd have to look it up. Oh, I can't say going back in time then. Yes, I'll tell you the name of it and then you can look it up. Eric will probably know off the top of his head. Oh, Go ahead. okay. So, it it is it has had a sequel. Mm-hmm. Cowboys and Indians. Oh, Red Dead Redemption. Yes, the first one. That, that one... was 2011, 10 or 11. I can't remember. I'm going to cross-reference that while you okay. explain. And that was also one I saw mentioned several times. Yes. I have never played it. Eric, have you ever played Red Dead Redemption? I, I have watched people play it. Never like through the story, but I've just watched them gallop around and, and shoot people and stuff like that. Ellie, you have played it. Oh, gosh. So, yes. Go so, on. I played the first one, and I think I did pretty much about anything and everything you could do with it. I did all the side missions, the hunting challenges. Um, I mean, the, the game was ginormous, and it had so much to do. They had a silly little, like, zombie DLC mm -hmm. that they put out later oh, yeah. on. <laughs> but um, I really, really, really got close to John Marston as a character. Um I thought it was a great story and overall just the story itself and just he's a very deep character and there's a lot to him and um you know he ends up settling and has a wife and a kid and and you you think you kind of know it's gonna happen but you also are kind of like I kind of hope maybe he can just have his fairy tale ending you know, mm -hmm. and just live out the days with his family and watch his son grow up and all that. I, but that doesn't happen. No. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, and you're like, well, I mean, it's, it's not a bad ending. I, I wasn't upset with the ending. I just, that was one of those cases where I'm being, um, I'm going back on what I said, where I'm like, you know, it's kind of boring when the movie's, and stuff always has that happy ending and it makes it predictable. Um, so it, it was a good ending. It was a fitting ending, but I did kind of, but he, he gets like pumped with holes. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then don't you play as his son for like the, I, it's like a, just a little bit afterwards. And then yeah. you get revenge on the people that, can, so, so technically right. the I bad mean, guys lose in the very, very end. Yes. But, but that, 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 that was character. technically the end of the like main game. Yes. So yes. Um, to answer the question, we all asked ourselves, "What year did the game come out in?" Eric said, "2011." <gasps> Ellie said, uh, "A long time ago." I said, "I'm just gonna look it up on the internet." Um, we are currently recording on May 9th, Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, Ellie. Thank Happy you. Mother's Day Happy to Mother's any of you mothers. Yes. Happy Mother's Day. To any yeah. of you mothers listening, <laughs> um, it came out in North America on May 18th, 2010. Okay. So, so Eric, I knew Eric it was, said I, 10 or 11. Yep. I knew it was 10 or 11. Yeah. So I, uh, the only so, reason I remember that is uh, a friend, uh, my friend Eric, we have a friend, a mutual friend, David, who he was out of school for med school at the time, or out of town for med school at the time. We were, and Eric and I were roommates at the time, and he came in to visit during the summer of 2010 and the summer of 2011, and he, we played a lot of video games, and I remember him playing through it during one of those visits, so I just couldn't remember which one it was. Now, I will so, point this out. Was, 
The game takes place in 1911. So, Eric, if you were going for when the game took place, you're still 100 years off. That was 100 years off, but yes. <laughs> yes. Um, also, in a weird twist, the sequel game is actually a prequel timeline-wise because the sequel game, Red Dead Redemption 2, takes place in 1899. And John Marston is in 2 as well as somebody. Mm-hmm. Do you play as him or is he just kind of around? I don't think you. I don't think you play as him. I think he's just around. Okay, I, I figured yeah. he was. I, I I knew that he was. I was in trying there. to remember if it. You know how a lot of these games still have, you have like, like a mission. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like uh, I don't. I don't think so, but it's possible there might have been. Uh, but that's not the main the main character you play as now. All right. Yes. So, um, for me, we are also going to go to the far off year of. <laughs> 2010. Okay. For my game pick. And my game good pick. Good year. A good year for games. A good year for, <laughs> for villains to win. Um, or the bad guys. Halo Reach. And also a prequel slash sequel to a game too. Because it's a prequel to the original Halo game. But okay. a sequel in the I fact that it came I out would, later. Yeah, I was like, I wouldn't really know. Uh, so basically the reason I picked this is one, I'm a big Halo fan. I don't get a chance to talk about it enough on this show because there's, in my opinion, I mean, Halo hasn't really done anything spectacular recently. I know there's Infinity coming out, but I mean, it is what it is. Um, this game was one that you started playing it. You knew the end of this game. Like Reach was always talked about as this huge, like battle, this, 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 this planet where the humans got just wiped out. So you're playing... As a character, and you know what's going to happen. Because it's pointed out that Master Chief's the only kind of Spartan left around for the most part. So It's pointed out in the beginning of the game? It's pointed out in Combat Evolved, the oh, first okay. Halo game. Which okay. takes place after the events gotcha. that you are currently playing as. You also see Master Chief in the background of one of the things in like a cryotube. Um, you, of course, play as one of the members of... Um, oh my gosh, I... Just forgot the name of the team that they are. Your your noble noble team. Um, you play as one of the characters from that, and actually at the end of the game, you um have to survive for as long as you can, and you will eventually die. Like you basically are just fighting off just waves of enemies coming and everything, and you you just die eventually. Like you your armor keeps getting broke, stuff won't regenerate, you keep running out of ammo. So your character is doomed to die, and the entire team like you just wait for all of them to get there. You know, heroic moment, and then get killed. Like, the the whole point of this game is to show we lost this fight. And, for fans of Nathan Fillion, his character of Buck makes a voice appearance in the game. Because you can hear him <laughs> over a radio calling out for, you know, assistance as they're evacuating. Which he, of course, shows up in Halo 3 ODST and also in one of the later Halo games as well. So, I just want to mention this one because like I said I, I, I love the Halo games and everything. And I just don't talk about them enough. And I should stream them because I do have them actually on Steam. They released them later on Steam. And Reach was one of my favorites. Like, the storyline, the, the the way they did the game and everything. It, it was really well done and it was really cool. And it's a, and it's a, it's, it's one of those stories that, like, you, it's, it's kind of like you, you're watching a Titanic. You're, you're watching the movie Titanic. You know what's going to happen. Okay. Like you know where this has to go, yeah. So it's also Rogue One's another good example. You know where this is gonna, how oh, this is yeah, gonna end, true. yeah. 
Like, yeah. and that's and that's the thing about this game is you know no matter what you're doing, you you will lose in the end, no matter what. So that's why I like this one. It's a great story. And it's a great like because it was always talked about, always mentioned in all the other games, and then you finally get to go back to it in this game, and it, it was it was great. I loved it. Um, like I said, great year for games. 2010. Eric break the mold by going with something that is not from that year at all. It's true. My game is from 2017. Um, I don't know why I we're giving both... the years for all these. By the way, it's just fun. <laughs> right? <laughs> it is fun. Um, I'm going with Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Um, this is more so. I mean, ultimately, in the end, Link prevails. But the whole story is very different from the other Legend of Zelda games because in a lot of the previous ones, it's sort of like, oh, here's here's the bad guy who's going to start taking over and stuff like that. But like this whole game starts with Link waking up in a hundred years in the future from a cryogenic freeze because Hyrule was, was essentially destroyed mm-hmm. by Calamity Ganon and the story and Link has amnesia. He has you know no idea what's going on. So as you're playing through this basically post-apocalyptic um, Hyrule, you are getting your memories back and you're seeing, and the whole thing is about the fall of Hyrule, like what was happening that led to the downfall eventually. So, and even when you do beat the game, it's not like, oh, it was a magic curse and everything goes back to normal. Like you're still in ruins. Like you are still in this world that's been destroyed. And so I don't know how they're going to maybe follow up in the sequel or what, but um, I definitely see that as a story of the villain wins, but instead of it reaching the point where the villain wins, it is you are in the midst of the the villain's victory. victory I guess I yeah. like that, Ellie. You've 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 played some of it. I have too. We have not gotten far enough in it. No. That game is a is a is a thing and a half to play, Eric. So hats off to you. Half hats off to my um to my to, to my nephew. Yeah, for, for say, playing and beating yeah, it as well. He, it he's he's played and beaten it. What yep. what's what's wrong yep. with me me and you, Ellie? <laughs> <laughs> um, be, well, I'm gonna be honest. Like, one thing I love about the Switch is the, you know, me being able to sit here and play it. And be distracted by the podcast. Perfect. <laughs> but um, but there are some games on the Switch that I just, I have to be able to play it on the TV. I, I just cannot yeah. do it on the on the handheld feature. And I just have been distracted. When it, when it comes to being on the TV, it's just my PlayStation just there she's like oh yeah i forgot i gotta do this other level here or there so i just have to make time to just play my switch on the actual tv i i i just need to crack down and just because my my thing is it's one of those i know once i get into this i'm gonna get into this yeah right yeah exactly and i i just got done with doing some stuff on destiny even though the reset's about to happen but i was like I, I really do need to play this game. My, my my nephew keeps bugging me. Eric, I think, keeps looking down at me all the time of being <laughs> knowing he's superior to me by beating the ga- beating that game. Also, I would like to kind of call out um, Zelda Ocarina of Time sort of yeah. has a villain winning. You, yeah, I mean, you go back and forth between um, the past when it's like kind of starting to happen or hasn't happened, and then you're right, you do kind of go into this post-apocalyptic Mm-hmm. Hyrule, but when you beat that, like it does everything magically. Like, oh, it's all's well that ends well. Yeah. So, did you have you finished the um the like prequel of sorts? Yes, uh, Hi- uh, Age of Calamity. Yes, I okay. have. 
Mm-hmm. And I all but and there's a reason I did not pick that for um for this discussion. Oh, but I'm not going to say. But I'm not going to say anything else. But let's just say I specifically uh, did not pick that for this. Discussion. I was wondering why you didn't, and you know what? Now I need to play that more too. Because <laughs> you had played a good amount of. I I do that that yeah. that one's easier to play because it's mission based. It's very easy to pick up, play a mission, put it down, right. move on. Right. Yeah, you can you can easily like oh I have 20 minutes, so I'm just going to go in and knock out some missions, or I'll do these training missions or something like that. So it's much easier to do in bite sized pieces, whereas. Um, Breath of the Wild is very much like, oh, let me go exploring for three hours, and then, oh, where did those five hours go? Exactly, exactly. All right, well, before we move on to our final grab bag topic, one, because we each picked something different, did we? Yes, we did. We each picked something different. Yes. Um, I would like to say, listeners at home, hit up Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, email us, let us know what video games you played where the villains won, because there's a a ton for me looking up stuff and seeing stuff. uh, Infamous was mentioned mm-hmm. technically because technically um, I haven't finished those games due to, due to, and most of the time when the villains win it's timey-wimey BS to where it's like there's some time jump that happened to where you weren't around to stop them or they had right. to come back in time to stop you before you got too powerful or something. It's, it's, it's one of those which I love um, but we are going to move on to our final ones for Grab Bag and I said I had honorable mentions I'll mention my one of mine Real quick, but I want to give our, our listeners the opportunity yes. to mention some to us. So, Ellie, you are so up mine with was your anime. anime. Yes, go figure. Wow, shocker, shocker. shocker. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So she's gonna she's gonna talk about an anime that none of us have ever heard of. So, go. That is actually incorrect. You. She's all, gonna talk about Dragon Ball Z. You have all <laughs> heard of this anime. We have. Yes. Oh. Yes, and um. This one is Naruto. Nar- I bet you could guess what I'm probably going to come say. And this is also one where, since we clarified that this is not where the person loses, like, forever, ever. This is a snippet, snippet in time. So is this from Naruto Shippuden? Naruto. Shippuden? Just Naruto. Yes. Sasuke leaving the village and everything. So I, this is oh, when. No, what? Put a pin in that for one second. Okay, okay. Eric, how familiar are you with Naruto? <laughs> I know that it exists and that a lot of people like it, and that's about the extent of my knowledge of it. There's tons. Yeah, there's of a giant, tons and there's and a giant, fo- and, and there's a giant fox monster who could fight Godzilla. Ooh. He has a point there. Nine tails. Because <laughs> we talked about that. Yes, yes we have. Ago, so. <laughs> All right, Ellie. that's about it. So, um... Uh, spoilers, I guess. Yeah, so I, I feel like, for me personally... If this if this is from a filler episode... <laughs> Justin is drawing way too much uh, um, suspense for no reason, but okay. If you would just stop talking for just a couple seconds, all right. I might be able to get it out. Um, we all loved Naruto and Sasuke, of course. Insert Sasuke and Naruto yelling each other's names at each other here. It's so fun. Um, but I feel like when... Ori- I always say his name wrong. Orochimaru. 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 When he, like... Orochimaru. Or- now you're getting me to say... Continue. Continue. <laughs> um, when he gets Sasuke. Yes. Um, that's kind of like... So the end of Naruto... Before the filler starts. 
the end of Naruto manga, the end of Naruto that, before they do the time jump to ship. Yeah, so this is not like the... Right. This is not like the end of the Naruto series. Mm -hmm. It was kind of the end of the main story. Um, I thought that was just a very impactful moment. Um, You could... You could really feel and see the devastation on Naruto. Yeah, that he he lost. You know, he this fight he's he been fighting. Couldn't bring his friend home. Yeah, he just he couldn't do it, and so it was like I remember ugly crying. <laughs> you ugly crying, not the character ugly crying. Let's, yes, let's clarify me, that. me. I mean, it was just crazy. This is just that was crazy. So for me personally, uh, anybody that's familiar with the series. Um, that definitely was a time where the the heroes did not win that one. I would say this. I'm going to I'm going to I'm not going to poo-poo you, Ellie, for this. I'm not going to poo-poo. But I am going to point out that is an instance where the heroes didn't win and the villains technically don't win because of what happens later, but But that's not we're not talking about what happens later. I'm just saying, poo-pooing per, slightly. Per I'm, your I'm rules. slight poo-poo. There's per, a slight no, poo-poo. No, there's no poo-poo cuz per <laughs> your rules what is the number one rule of Zygnus rules? <laughs> I break them. <laughs> so this is this was a good, it's it's a good pick. I like it. I don't I like care it. what you say. That the villains did win by Sasuke not returning. So I will give that to you. Then. Yes, and that is a great fight. That is an amazing oh fight. Please, anybody. Yeah, you don't have to watch the series. Just, Just look watch up that, that fight. fight. It's amazing. Um, also, there is a fight between Kakashi and a I will say unnamed character because mm-hmm. yeah, if you, you don't, should say I'll say unnamed character. But how everyone else has to have these grandiose speeches about their philosophy and how yes. they're going to do this, or that they scream each other's names at each other for five minutes. The fight between um, Kakashi and unnamed individual. They just. They just stare, stare at each other and just fight. There's no, yeah. I'm going to yell at you or I'm going to try to get my... No, it's... They just go fight. And that is one of the... That, in my opinion, is one of the best fights in anime. That one. The Naruto one's up there, too. Nar- Naruto, as much as I rag on it, it has some great fight scenes and oh, stuff. Oh, gosh, so, yeah. So, but there's a lot of, uh, quote-unquote, theosophical yelling at each other in between all those fights. <laughs> so, on that note, we're going to go to... Me, mine, yes, I did comics, and it ate me up inside because there are a lot of great instances of comic books where the villains win, and most of the time it's in some alternate reality or some timey-wimey weird weird stuff. Um, I will mention, yes, we all know Watchmen exist, and Watchmen is the best example of a villain winning because that is a straight-up the villains win, and the heroes can't win because if they point it out, it would destroy, you know, the the un the uneasy peace that exists i'm talking more about the comic than about the the movie for that example and everything but wait eric you've seen um watchmen haven't you yes have, have you ever read the comic yeah yep yep see that's a great example but i feel it's too easy I feel it's a too easy of one that is why <laughs> i'm going with jeff john's run on green lantern and focusing on the sinestro core war arc this was an arc that took place in the green lantern main series and also had the side series green lantern corp um it took place in there too and it was a huge event i think it like lasted almost a year where basically sinestro comes with his yellow lanterns to fight 
you know, against the Green Lanterns. He brings in the Anti-Monitor from, you know, Crisis events. He brings in Cyborg Superman, charged up with a ton of, of Yellow Lantern rings. He even brings in Superboy Prime, who's like the Golden Age version of Superman as a kid. So he's like super powerful and everything. Brings in all this stuff to basically wage war against the entire, you know, Green Lantern Corps. Ton of them die, but of course the heroes do prevail and win in the end. This, 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 this is the one Ellie's going to argue with me on. By the way, <laughs> this, this is the one I, I can see her. She's she's putting on her um her Phoenix Wright costume and slicking her hair back, getting ready. <laughs> oh to, my god, I love those games. Getting ready to say this: the heroes do win. Of course, they they stop Sinestro and capture him, but Sinestro makes a very good point about he won in this way. During the whole of events of Sinestro Corps, the Green Lanterns are basically getting like just killed left and right and are not able to hold their own against Sinestro Corps because Sinestro Corps is powered by fear. They have the ability to kill. The Green Lantern rings do not let their users kill. They cannot use lethal force. They cannot, you know, put a, you know, use a construct around something and throw it at somebody with lethal force. It will stop it from happening. They can't make like a sword that will cut somebody's head off. It will not allow them to use lethal force because the guardians of the, you know, the 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 people over O are like, no, we are not going to have our our basically police force. That's what the Green Lantern are, a galactic police force, be able to use lethal force. They are left with no choice but to enable lethal force. So then the Green Lanterns do start winning after that because they're able to actually kill the Sinestro Corps people. But it is pointed out by Sinestro because all, all he wants to, like, he, he's one of those complex villains that's like, oh, I want to do the right thing. I'm just going about in the wrong way. The Magneto thing towards like, they just want the right thing, but they're going yeah. about in a completely wrong way. He wants peace throughout the galaxy, but he believes you can only obtain that through fear. And it is, and he points out that I may have lost the battle, but I won the war. All Green Lanterns, now it's well known throughout the galaxy that they can kill. And that they have the authority to kill. Which now makes you the most feared thing in the universe. And it, 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 was, it was one of those, like you're reading it and you're like, <gasps> moments was he did this whole thing to prove a point that he he was like fear is the only way you can rule and that is the thing that is pointed out by him to everybody that you now are are ruling through fear because everyone knows you can kill and you have that ability now and i just i i, I just love to so when i was reading it it was just like a whoa moment for me because it was like i wasn't expecting that and it, and it was like a great moment where it's like yeah i mean the good guys won but at what cost of course I'm not going to go into where that leads to because there's a lot of stuff that that gets into later in the comics with a lot of other events, of course, leading to Blackest Night and everything. But it was a really cool moment where, like, all this cool stuff happened. There's a huge, you know, plot twist of like, oh, I actually won because of this. And it's like, whoa. So that's my, that's my pick for that one. Eric? I think we built up enough suspense. I tried to draw out mine a little bit longer, but we're on to you, sir. So let me ask you this question. Let me ask you all this question. Have you ever seen a man yell at a shoe? Well, I mean, once. <laughs> isn't so isn't think... that that Homer's response? Yes, he's yeah. like, yes, once. 
so yeah, no, I was I had my two picked out, and I was like, I need a third one, and I was like, I could think of stuff, but I was like, I don't know, I'm gonna find something else. So I'm googling, I'm like, uh, you know, th- you know, stories where the villain won, and I went to the TV tropes webpage for it, and the first picture on top is the shot of the newspaper where it says supervillain seizes east coast and hank scorpio standing there all proud and i'm like mm-hmm. oh my god you only moved twice one of the best episodes of the simpsons ever uh season eight episode two yep yeah yep, yep, yep. yeah that was on top of my head i'm proud of myself yep. you are very good because it was uh season eight which is my favorite season of the simpsons i think it's and, up there for me too partly because it of this was, episode <laughs> And it was, uh, and it was second, um, and it was, and it, this is when they got into the habit of, like, not starting a new season until, like, kind of a little bit later into the television season. It would always start with, um, Treehouse of Horror. So, yeah, it was Treehouse of Horror, and then, um, uh, you only moved twice. So, yeah, I, uh, one of my favorite episodes of The Simpsons, I think many could uh, argue that it's probably one of the best episodes of The Simpsons, um. I watched it uh, about an hour before we recorded, even though I've seen it a million times. I'm like, I just want a refresher. And it's so great how they present Hank Scorpio as just like the best boss ever mm-hmm. and providing for his employees and being a good, decent human being to his employees and a good friend. And then it's just the whole switcheroo of <laughs> he's this super villain. And because of Homer just being completely unaware of everything going on, he uh, he, he he helps Hank Scorpio seize the East Coast, and uh, that's how the episode ends. He, <laughs> the supervillain, wins, and uh, the Simpsons go back to Springfield, and of course Homer then owns the Denver Broncos. But so, what team did he want? He wanted the Dallas Cowboys. I have seen that episode. It's a great. I, I, I that is. I if the, if I were to ever have a list of like my top ten Simpsons episodes, yeah. this one would be on there because one, it is a super good good written episode. It is objectively one of the funniest episodes because um, Scorpio, like like Hank, his, his boss Hank is just is it's great because of that twist. And I'm like, he's even not a bad guy to like his employees. No, he's he's just a villain, but yeah. he's not bad. Yeah, he's um, he's got something going on. And also, I do want to point this out though. This is written by one of my favorite, hands down favorite writers of all time, John Swartzwelder. Did you see? Did you see that I, link I sent you? I have not looked at it yet, but I will. You sent me the link that, to a um, New Yorker article discussing. Yes, they did. About. They yeah, they didn't. He recently did an interview, and he's notoriously very. He's a very private man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hasn't really spoken much, and this was this interview was done. Uh, the the writer who did it at the New Yorker. It was like a series of emails back and forth over the course of like a month or so, um, and it is a fascinating read. And it's just and it's funny too. Like there are many times I was laughing, and you can you. He, it's not just him answering questions. He's answering them only the way only John Swartzwelder could mm-hmm. could answer those questions. So definitely, and I've seen it pop up a lot because. A lot of Simpsons fans and pages and just things in general are sharing it, saying, hey, we're actually getting an insight into this writer who we don't really know much about. So definitely recommend it. I want to, I'll, put that, that, um, I'll put that little plug in there. But yes, uh, I, one of my favorite things, I, <laughs> I don't know why this made me laugh so much, but uh, Hank Scorpio is showing Homer around. And they're walking through and he's like, uh, he's like, he said something. He's like, I don't know. He said he referred to him as Mr. Scorpion. 
Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know, Mr. Scorpion. He goes, don't call me that. It's not my name. It's Mr. Scorpio. But don't call me that either. And I, <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh, but it was just Albert Brooks is he's yeah. always amazing when he's on. But it, as Hank Scorpio, that is by far like his best character on The Simpsons. And I think they just I think I've heard like on the commentaries they just kind of let him Riff. have at it like they have they have the script written, but he improvises a lot, and it's just so good. A lot of it ends up making it into. Uh, the characters that he plays. So, uh, fantastic episode. And again, he the uh, the supervillain wins. And I love everything from you have the James Bond like character who admits straight out of uh, Goldfinger with the yep. you know on the on the table with the laser beam when he makes his way out. But then Homer tackles him. He's like, stop him. And Homer tackles him. And then he gets killed. And I love the follow up <laughs> to that where he's at home. <laughs> I, 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 I stopped a slacker at work today, and Marge's like, oh, good for you. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> um, and then he goes back, and, the, and it's just an all-out battle with the, yeah. with the U.S. Army. And he's like, I'm having a lit. And the way he plays it off so casually, and <laughs> he's like, I've never seen this room. <laughs> well, why would you? This is my office. Why would you need to know where it is? And, uh, hey, what's going on here? I'm having a little trouble with the government. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah the me. government always trying to screw over the small businessmen. <laughs> He's, like, totally unaware of, of everything, the giant laser beam. And the, the one scene where it's like, Homer, which country do you like less, Italy or France? And he's like, yeah, France. He's like, yeah, nobody ever says Italy. Just little <laughs> quips like that are just so – and the whole thing with the bridge, and he's like, uh, he's like, I'm serious. And he blows up, oh, no, the 52nd Street Bridge. It could have been a coincidence. We can't take that chance. You always say that. I want to take a chance. Just like playing with the tropes of the of the James Bond villain or just any sort of villain like that. I just it's such a good example. And then it's never referenced again. It, it isn't. Um, uh, it is never referenced again. I do have a note I want to say on that, and I'll I'll get to it in a second because I I heard some stuff in your 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 Simpsons as well as me and everything with this. Um, the the one of, one of the things in this episode is Homer's actually happy. Like, Homer yes. is genuinely happy, is having an amazing, like, has a boss that is, you know, sympathetic to him, someone who appreciates him. He's in charge of a team that actually, you know, he, like, respects him and everything. And this was after, you know, like, all the years of him being terrible. Like, they, they, they moved to the basically this, like, perfect neighborhood, like, perfect, have an amazing house. Everybody is miserable, except for Homer. Like, Bart's, um... Yeah. Been like put put in a remedial class because he doesn't understand cursive or so. It's it's just yeah. It's it's one of those jokes on like the education system. Lisa's allergic to everything and is just like dying from allergies. And Marge becomes an alcoholic. And when I say <laughs> that, she's like, it's 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 like oh a, do- a doctor recommends to have you know a glass of wine a night, and I've had like a half a glass. And I just think that's too much. Like. She's not an actual alcoholic. It's just the joke for Marge. Yes, yes. And, I, and I love the thing where she like goes to clean, but the house cleans itself, and it has like the dramatic sting as she's bored. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, um, there, there's that. There's also there's another visual gag that I find super funny, and it's something I don't know if you've ever caught. Homer goes to ask Scorpio, like 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 he's lining up the laser and everything, and Homer's got coffee. I was and, just going to make the joke. I was going to say a note, but yes, go on. <laughs> yes. Um, he, he asked for sugar, and uh, Scorpio's like, yeah, I got sugar. And he puts his hands in his pockets, pours sugar into, like, not in packets, like, free sugar into Homer's hands. Handfuls hand. of loose sugar. <laughs> but, the, but the thing that I think is way funnier than that is he puts uh-huh, his uh-huh. hands back in his pockets and goes, you want any cream? <laughs> and Homer's like, 
Mm, no. no. <laughs> I that's one of those jokes that I crack up at every time, but I forget that it's in there. The sugar part I remember, yeah. but it's the cream joke that I always forget. And you know why I think that is? I think not because of like, the implication, but I think just because of time. Yeah. In syndication, that was one of those parts that always, always got, got cut. cut. And it always got cut. And, thank and now that you, I'm Disney. watching it. Yeah, Thank so you, now Disney. that I'm watching it on Disney Plus, I'm always like, yes, that's that that joke is there. Uh, I, I was gonna bring that up, and then I was gonna bring. There's one other visual gag that it's actually not so much a gag, but at the time it was, but now it's it's actually one of the things that really dates the episode is when the school bus pulls up to the the school and Barton Lisa get off the it pulls away and you see the name of the school. It's like Cypress Creek Elementary School or mm-hmm. whatever the name of the yeah Cypress Creek. That's the name of the town. Oh, and, and underneath dot com. Yes, it ha- it's like it's a dot edu. It's like it's like learnweb.edu or something like that. And um, I googled that to see if it went anywhere. And of course, it kept trying to bring me there. And of course, pretty much only colleges have yeah. dot edu's. And I googled it, but then put Simpsons at the end, and it took me to um, uh, I think it was a Reddit article saying like this is one of the most dated things. And it was there, it actually said during the commentary, and I remember this. They were like at the time in 1996 when this would have aired. Um, it was that would have been like the sign of like a truly advanced school for a school to have its own website. Would have, it was like almost exotic at the time, and it's true. Like I remember seeing that thing. Wow, that school has its own website now. It's like that. That not only is not that thing. It very much dates it because we now know, like, oh, there wouldn't be a, an elementary school that dot edu or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I just love that little visual thing, and I always forget about it. Again, another thing I forget about, and then I see the episode, and I'm like. <laughs> What an age that was, 25 years ago or whatever. Oh, it, oh man. It, and it's funny because thinking about the jokes, I could tell this was Schwarzwelder written if you didn't, like, tell me. Because the, 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 the sugar thing's very much a Schwarzwelder thing. Um, there's the whole gag with the, um, oh, hey, little chipmunk. Oh, hey, hey Mrs. <laughs> out. You're out early. Grabs <laughs> 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 the chip. Like, it's... It is such a good episode, um, and, and there's so many, so many good jokes. And, and and like I said, the whole joke is it's just the slow reveal of he he's a super vet, like like straight up Bond villain, and and he actually does win. And I love that there, there's a joke at the very beginning where they try to get Smithers on this first, and a man walked down the road without being offered a job. <laughs> and that is so funny because it is something that is just was just always amusing to me, even when I was younger, because I was like, I don't know why that's funny. Because it's like, how often would that happen to you? Right. Especially now, looking back, there's all this talk of like how the night, you know, people who were just getting out of college in the 90s had so many job opportunities yeah. compared to now and how like the job market is terrible in terms of availability and pay and everything. But then back then, that, of course, that, that was the joke at the time, but it rings out even more like almost as a dated thing. Like, actually. A lot of people practically could walk down the street at that time because it was still during the height of like the dot com bur- yep. bubble and, and everything like and, that. So, and that was the whole joke with the Cypress Creek thing. It was one of these like newer yep. communities and everything where everything was high tech yep. and new. And he was running in like a fun run or something while he yeah. was like <laughs> meeting the family and everything. <laughs> yep. Uh, it uh, great episode. Thank you so much. Because the second you said that, I was like, perfect, awesome, <laughs> Ellie. You have been you have been eerily silent. Well, it's The Simpsons. <laughs> you, 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 by saying that, implying you don't like The Simpsons, Ellie, you wanna, you wanna correct yourself? 
I don't need to correct myself, thank you. <laughs> I, I don't like or dislike The Simpsons. It's just a thing. Yeah, I just have it on all the time, so yes. you're indifferent to its existence. Yeah, so I've seen this just because you have it on all the time. Now, my, my question is this, Ellie. If yeah. you wanted to own the Dallas Cowboys, oh. a, a fever dream of a madman, according to everyone like that Homer said that to. Yes. And you got the Denver Broncos instead. Would you be disappointed? I would be disappointed. Yeah, and 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 that's and that's what happens at the end. It's oh, the Denver Broncos, honey. It's still a football team, ah, but it's the Denver Broncos. <laughs> um, so yes, like Homer, I would have been disappointed. Also, I I, I love what they their, their remedy for their house and everything. In, yeah, abandoned. <laughs> <laughs> and is this the one where Otto's living in there? Or is that yes. a different episode? Because I don't think there was some homeless. Yeah. Somebody was in there. No, it was it was the that, school bus driver. Oh, okay, yeah. It, it it was Otto, but there's like several episodes that have like had him living in squalor or whatever. But yeah, there was the one where he. This is the one where he walks in and he's just like, whoa, whoa, hey, let me just grab my things and I'll be out or something. It was just a quick. Hey, break. babe. Yeah, <laughs> hey, babe. We gotta go. Oh uh, no! But like I said, a great episode, and to this day, I still believe that that is um. What happened? Also, the thing I wanted to mention, um, the Simpsons movie. At the time of this recording, there's only one. I'm going to point that out, too. Um, in the original Simpsons movie, uh, What's-His-Name does come back to do the voice of the bad guy. Yes, Albert, Albert, Albert Brooks, yes. yes. I have not seen the movie. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't watch it enough. That's the problem. Um, <laughs> there was something going on to where it was actually going to be Scorpio again. I think in one of the scripts oh. it was originally going to be Scorpio again. That's right. I remember. Uh, I remember that, and I would love to revisit Hank Scorpio someday. I would love if they did that. But I was actually thinking, watching this, thinking, you know what? I don't think I would like Hank Scorpio if they if the modern Simpsons decided to do. No, I, I I agree with you. I think that it worked. They perfectly. would ruin that character. It it worked perfectly as what it is. He he yep. was great. Everything about that episode is is hilarious to me, and it's just yeah. I mean, as somebody who is a big um, Bond fan, Bond Girl sixty nine is was your old email address? It's Bond Chick. Bond Chick. <laughs> yes, I think it was Bond Chick. Your thoughts on The Simpsons doing a spoof of... I mean, this isn't the only time they've done a spoof of James Bond, but what reference is You Only Move Twice? What is that a reference to, Ellie? Does it only die twice? Or only you live? live I, I was like, it was you live you or only, die. I couldn't remember you, which you one. Only live, you only live yeah. twice. Yes. So, great picks. I really enjoyed it. Um, For you at home, what from grab bag of any type of media with a villain's one? And like I said, I still believe in The Simpsons to this day that he does control the East Coast. <laughs> yeah. Prove me wrong, Internet. You know what, though? Honestly, I think things would be would have been way better over the past few years if he did. Because I think Hank Scorpio would be better than the uh, the previous guy. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um uh, exactly. Um, and actually, on that note, um, I was gonna pick for a little bit there. I did have the idea of talking about Lex Luthor becoming president because hmm. that does happen yep. in the comics. But I'm like, hmm. I'm not familiar with the story. I don't know if he really wins because I mean, he just becomes president and then goes crazy and fights bat, makes Superman and Batman public enemy number one, and fights that. Anyways, that's a great comic. Superman, Batman, public enemies. It basically has him go crazy and get his suit on and everything and fight people. Um, so yeah, supervillains is president. It's not that far out there. Um, anyways, for you at home, what 
crazy stuff from comics or movie. I mean, sorry, from comics, TV shows, or anime where the villains won. Would you would you have picked for this discussion? Um, let us know. On that note, um, that brings an end to this week's episode. We do have some stuff, but we'll get to that next next week because we've got some emails to respond to, some promos that have been cut for us that are really cool by um, the Piggly Dog. Definitely go check out that podcast and everything. But we will read all that and do all that next week. So in the meantime, Eric, where can people find more from you? Uh, you can find me online at Eric Berg and at Backlog Berg. And Ellie. Where are you with your Marvel watching? Um, the next movie is Black Panther. Which means you have... That's it. Like, you're at... Well, you have four movies left, right? Four? I was like, it's not. That's it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like, that's, that's <laughs> it. I was like, that gets you to Infinity War. Yes. And then I've got... I don't know the order, but Ant-Man and Wasp, Captain Marvel. And Endgame. Is it, is yeah. it the end yep. game? Okay. Yep. There was two movies in between. Um, oh, that's right. The second Spider-Man is after it. Yes. Okay. Yes. And there's... It's pretty obvious why when you watch it. Wait, did you say Ant-Man and the Wasp or did I blank out on that? Yes, she did I say did. Ant-Man yeah. and the Wasp. Yeah, cool. Yep. I was like, I think she said that, but then I'm not sure. Maybe I made that up. Yes. Yes. So, so Ellie is closing in. So look forward to the upcoming episode of Zygnus where we... Ellie finally talks about Endgame and I will do the number calculations on how many days or how many years, how many months it's been since the movie's been out and it's taken her this long to somehow Ellie, <laughs> I, I do want another update real quick. Has anything from Endgame been spoiled for you to the best of your knowledge? No. Is there any quotes, any images, any references or anything? No, but there is a, um, the new teaser trailer for Stranger Things 4 came out. Mm -hmm. Oh and, yeah. And there's a, Oh, Lego, you got me. They did have a screenshot of a Lego set that was a replica of a scene from the trailer. So they're hinting at a new Stranger Things Lego set. I'm pretty excited about that. Hell yeah. We have never discussed Stranger Things Season 3 yet on this show. so that is, I have seen it, though. We have seen it. Eric, I, I think <laughs> you've of seen course. it. Of course. Yes. I saw it. I watched it all like on the 4th of July when it came out. Yeah, so maybe that's something we could do in a lead up to. Yeah, the... we did a streaming party and we watched all three seasons on the same day. By that you mean you <laughs> and our daughters. And then one of her friends. Yes. Yeah. And I just watched it at some point. Yes. Um, but on that note, you can... Uh, oh, so Ellie, where can people find you on the internet? If you want to tweet and update people on where you're at with the movies too, maybe you should start doing that. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Yeah. You can what? tell them I don't remember. Anime Ellie, that's right. <laughs> that's the name, but it's at oh. uh, Firefly77. God dang, I can't even... It's, it's some, <laughs> why do you put numbers in your Twitter handle? Because everybody always has Firefly, damn it. <laughs> well, I mean, come up with a more original thing. But I love that show. Uh, obviously. Firefly71777. There you of go. Of course, you can just look in the description, too. Because 717 was also taken, so I had to keep adding the numbers on it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hmm. Mm. Anyways, you can find more from Zingness on Twitter at Zingness Podcast and um, Facebook at Zingness. Or you can um, help the podcast by going to Patreon. Uh, we do want to thank other Eric. 
uh, level one noob for becoming our newest patron. So, and when I say other Eric, I mean our our other friend named Eric. I don't think his yes. name is legally other Eric yet. But I will work on that. Um, you've you've known Eric for a while, Eric. You want to give him a shout out? Yes, uh, my buddy, my best friend since uh, third grade. So we go back uh, like three decades, pretty much. And so. I feel it's been mentioned several times on the show too. Many, many times, many times on the many show. Times. Many times on the show, or sometimes I'll it might not even be a name. I'll just say like my friend, and a lot of the time I'm referring to him. Yes. Uh, so yeah, so thanks for thanks for coming, a patron, my friend, and uh, much appreciated. And you can check out mine and. Eric's response to the patron episode done by Secret Levels on our top 10 albums. That should be out. Or top 10. Ellie, you want to fill in the blank there? Top 10 album. Album? Thank you. Not albums. Shut up. Um, (laughs) So definitely check that out. Anyways, thank you all for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.